welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is the podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Welcome to episode 128 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and this week I am joined by the beautiful Zoe Richmond from Zoe Richmond Coaching. Zoe is a coffee lover, socially awkward, nature-loving face behind the brand of the Kajabi Launch Club. She has a high-vibe, bubbly, energy personality type who has a passion for tech and helping inspiring and motivating others, and hence why I have her on today's episode we're going to be talking about everything membership sites. As a driver, you probably haven't even thought, why do I need a membership sites and what are the benefits? Well, stay tuned because today we are going to go through all of that, how to get started, why you need one and uh, how you can monetize that, which is all about gaining you know, financials to get keep get and keep you onto the track. Don't forget, Tim, we do have that winning sponsorship course. So if you are looking to gain, maintain, and retain sponsors, check it out over at motivatetraining.com.au forward slash courses on our website. And um, we do also have the toolkit, which is full of free resources. Um, it is a membership site um, that um, has weekly new content updated. We've got guest speakers, we do monthly Q&As, we have driver training um, and lots of different content goes with inside of that toolkit club. So please race over and check it out. I do hope you enjoyed today's episode. Of course, if you do have any questions about setting up your membership site and you um, would like to be in contact, don't hesitate to reach out to Belinda at motivatetraining.com I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, Zoe. Welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to be chatting with you today. So you're not from motorsports? No, (laughs) I am not. I have a husband who is very passionate about it, but we are not a motorsporting family at all. Love to watch it, or he does. (laughs) And we have two little boys who I have no doubt are going to end up just as obsessed as he is, but I do not have a career in motorsports. <laughs> so do tell us, what is your career? What are you here to tell us about today? I am a Kajabi strategist and mentor. Now, a lot of you are probably going, uh, Kajabi what? Um, so Kajabi is a website platform, which you will hear us probably talking about a little bit more today. Um, and it is specifically designed for course creators and membership owners. So my job is to help digital entrepreneurs to build their websites, launch their courses and launch their memberships in the most simple and stress-free way. Um, So we're here to talk about memberships today a little bit more. Yes, and I must say Zoe's fantastic at her job and she's helped me so much with my site. For those who've been following for a long time, see they've got a new website we've got new courses we've finally launched that membership site and that's helping me do it all behind the scenes it's my pleasure does take a long time and there's a lot of moving parts to setting up a membership site um those don't know right back to the basics what exactly is a membership site a membership site is a basically like a community of people that pay a fee each month 
in exchange for some kind of value. And that value could be some content, it could be a product, it could be VIP access, um, it could just be access to a community where they get access to um, special behind the scenes kind of things and get to connect with other people in their niche or their that kind of are into the same thing as they they are. So um, it's a yeah, it's a very popular thing. So some examples of things like memberships are your Netflix subscription. That is a membership site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, people have like product-based memberships. So like there's the um, toilet paper subscription is the one that I keep thinking of. <laughs> Lots of podcasts are going to subscription models now where they give people extra access to um, bonus episodes that are only available to those people that have subscribed and pay their five dollars a month or whatever to access that additional content. Um, YouTube would be another one where they, um, you know, you can have a paid YouTube account um, or you can, um, uh, I think, Patreon might not be like more of a membership model, but it's a similar kind of thing. So there's lots of different membership ideas, models, um, different ways that you can kind of create one. Even paid Facebook group. (laughs) A paid Facebook community in its simplest form, pay $5 a month to come into this Facebook community where I'm going to be sharing lots of extra bonus content around the topic of motorsports. (laughs) Yeah, and so LinkedIn has groups and I believe that Instagram are looking into groups as well. So there's just some other platforms that you can consider. It doesn't surprise me that Instagram are looking at doing groups. They seem to be following all of the other platforms and doing what they're doing. Yeah, that's right. More money, I guess, for the social influencers to obviously just do what we're talking about really is to yeah. set up. They, um, I have seen them. Um, I saw just the other day someone talking about how they were like, offered a subscription off a post um directly through instagram where it was like join the you know sms sort of community or whatever the the community was um and it was all directly through instagram they didn't get taken off the platform so definitely is on its way so what are some of the benefits of having um a membership site the main benefit is that recurring kind of revenue so it's a monthly fee and as long as you can retain your members, then it's you can you can have that stability of you know that before the month even starts, you've already got five hundred dollars in revenue that you know is going to be coming in because you've got your hundred members that are paying you five dollars a month. So it creates a little bit of um, stability in your revenue, but it's also a good way to um, create connections, relationships, build a community, um, and to get to know people on. Um, I guess a bit a deeper level. Yeah, so <laughs> tickle my throat today. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so with the um, membership site, so obviously it's people that's really following our journey. It's going to make them a little bit of a like a warmer audience. Um, so not only with the content that we're giving them, like behind the scenes stuff. Um, I guess they're paying us the five dollars. But uh, we can um, also sell on sale. It's a lot easier to make more money from them by selling the merchandise pack. So there's benefits for your sponsors as well where you can promote your sponsors to them. Um, Any, like, affiliate links that you have, um, they're going to be more inclined to click on those links, um, purchase your packs um, if they know all about you, if they're they're financially committed to um, helping you on your racing journey. 
Yes. And then they'll be more likely too to recommend, you know, oh, hey, did you see that thing that I got from this person? <laughs> but, you know, from this driver, um, you should go and check out. They've got, a, you know, a membership group. So that word of mouth kind of helps to promote it. Um, and then it kind of snowballs a little bit from there. So not only are you getting the membership um, income, but you're also getting potentially more affiliate income or, um, you know, better benefits from your sponsors or those kind of things. Yeah, and what kind of content should go within the membership site? So you mentioned um, articles, blogs, yeah, that they can do those kind of things. There is, like, the sky is really the limit. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we were talking about there's product-based membership subscriptions. So if you have merchandise, you could send, um, you know, one little product a month or you could send them a pack when they join. Um, So you could share physical products and again that's going to create more brand awareness for you because if you've got your merchandise in more houses then people are going to be like oh you know what's that or where'd you get that from and start a conversation about it um but you could just share more behind the scenes content of like exclusive videos or exclusive interviews or um sharing you could go live and share a little bit about how you prep for race day or how you um recover after a big weekend away racing like just sharing a little bit more of that content that you maybe wouldn't share on social media um, that you can share just with your members, that that exclusive kind of behind the scenes look. You could share discount codes um, that only your members get. So that's, you know, loving on them a little bit. Um, you could share blogs. You could share blogs. You could share podcasts. Um, you could just share, you know, here's what I've been up to today. Like it's just about making them feel a little bit special I guess that they're getting something that other people aren't <laughs> and is there a right amount of content that you need to um, include in the site so like do you recommend it's a daily thing like how much time goes into a membership site is membership a membership yeah they can be a time suck so like you know you can spend as much or as little time preparing content and creating an experience for these people but it really is entirely up to you there's no right wrong way of going about it so you might decide that you just want to share one little piece of content per week uh, and that is it you might even decide that you just want to share one bigger piece of content once a month so it might be where um oh that and that's an example of something that I didn't um include but like you could do um the opportunity for people to actually connect with you so you could do a live inside of your Facebook community where people actually get to come and chat with you and ask questions and um you know get to know you a little bit more so you know that might be the the main piece of content that you deliver you just do that live inside of your facebook community um and that's that's the main you know premise behind the membership but there's no right or wrong way you just really need to think about your time constraints do you have people that can help you with this kind of stuff or are you a one-man band um are you going to be posting physical products because when we think about posting physical things, there's obviously the added cost of postage and all of those kind of things. So making sure that you factor that in to the price, that point that you're charging. Um, but yeah, it's really about thinking about all of those different variables that, um, and and it'll probably evolve, like how it starts doesn't necessarily need to be how it finishes. So you could start with just a small amount of content, like, you know, okay, we're just going to do one interview a month and one um, vlog post, um, and then we'll drop little bits of behind-the-scenes stuff throughout the month with a monthly newsletter. 
but don't call it a newsletter. <laughs> um, and then if you're finding that that's really successful and you've got um, the ability to expand into more content, then you could always increase it and add on different things. Like um, you could add on, uh, you know, for different, for example, you could do different tiers. So you could have, um, now we're just getting into the, the more complicated <laughs> realm here, but, but you could have basic, which is just access to the Facebook community and they just get that behind the scenes content. Then you've got the VIP model where it's okay. You start to get some of those more physical items, the merchandise, the discount codes, the live Q and A's where they get to, you know, jump on zoom with you. Um, and, and that way you're kind of tailoring your membership experience to different people's different budgets and what they kind of want so they can choose <laughs> awesome and you also can do like video birthday calls you can do things like corporate hospitality um again it might be whether they're part of the vip they normally they just get it or um you might do a competition each month or whenever you're racing um that where you're giving away two tickets for entries or something like that so competitions are that's a really good one i have totally forgot about that but yeah that's a really good one because then you're i guess you're not needing to give a hundred tickets away <laughs> you can just be like each month you know i've got two tickets as part of your membership you'll go in the draw to win one of those yeah it's also a good opportunity that you can utilize the platform to spotlight your sponsors as well so um on the site you could actually just have a placement of their ads or you can actually do interviews with them or behind the scenes tours of their work locations uh, or yeah. what their product is or their services are. Um, it's a lot easier to showcase your sponsors. Yes, that is. Um, yeah, you could even have a whole section of the like or like a, a sponsor of the month or something yeah. like that, that um, that you could kind of encourage them to um, share a little bit of their content. And you can put that just inside of your membership, because like we said before, those people are the ones that are probably more likely to go on and then, you know, follow those people or buy from them or, you know, work with them in the future. So you threw out a number there at $5 a month there. <laughs> is there again, is there a wrong or right way or how do you know what to charge for this type of service? It's, it really is uh, trial and error. Like I feel like sometimes you just need to pick a number out of the air. But no, um, you want to think about, and there's usually a sweet spot. So we talk about in the business realm of doing something like a founding members launch, which is where you... Um, when this is a brand new thing and you've never done it before and you don't have any content yet and you're just wanting to get this community started, then you would usually offer the founding members the lowest price that you're ever going to offer your membership at and you open the doors or you, you know, offer it to these people for a certain amount of time at this founding member price. And that's your starting point. So it might be $5 a month. It might be $10 a month. It might be $25 a month. You need to kind of be okay with what you're going to be charging. And usually if you're charging a higher price point, you get lower volumes. So if you started with the $5 a month, you're probably going to get more people that want to join for $5. But if you get a hundred people, then you've got $500 in revenue. Whereas if you go to something like $20 a month, you would want to start providing more content and more value for them. So um, if you were looking at providing physical products or things like that, then you could probably charge a little bit more. 
um, than if you were just going to be going behind the scenes and doing some extra video content or some birthday messages or um, promoting your sponsors and those kind of things. So you want to do your founding member pricing at the lowest price and then increase it kind of from there. So you might every few months review your pricing and be like, okay, we're going to increase it by five dollars this month or um and because as the membership grows obviously there's going to be more content inside of it whether it's um a a backlog of videos that you've posted or some podcast episodes that you've created or it might even just be your blog posts that you've shared over the last six months so it is kind of fair to increase that price a little bit (laughs) over time Um, but you have to be comfortable with the price so i would start low and work your way up Um, and you'll find that sweet spot when when like people stop kind of or the um, sales slow down a little bit. Like if you're getting consistent people joining all the time and then you've increased it, then um, you if you increase it and things slow down again, then you can sort of be like, oh, okay, maybe we've reached our um, reached our point. But you also want to be making sure that it's profitable. So um, again, coming back to like what are the expenses that you're outlaying to um, to host the membership to create everything to have all of your content done to send out these things to people um you want to be making sure that's profitable and you're not actually spending more than what you're getting in return for each member and thinking about whether you're okay with um going with low cost high volume or whether you want to go higher cost but lower volume yeah and i think it's going to depend on again like what you can actually offer what you're willing to offer the time yeah. you're going to be putting into it, you know, how good are your sponsors? Can they give you a box of merchandising away? Can they give you a box of, um, you know, one of their products to send out? So it's about um, knowing what they've got available to give to you as well. But this also ties back to you guys having a sponsorship agreement. Um, I definitely think that it's an added um, bonus and, and more value if you do have a membership site because, again, they are a more engaged mm-hmm. audience. You, you think they're going to potentially be with you for 12 months because ideally um, that membership site period would be at least either have it month by month or at least like for a 12-month option. Yeah. Um, and I guess the next big question, Zoe, people would be asking, well, how do people pay us to yes. get these <laughs> membership sites? So um, through both PayPal and Stripe, you can set up recurring payment links through both of those platforms. Both those platforms are free to sign up for, but they do take a small fee on each payment that is processed. So I think off the top of my head, it's quite small. So off your $5, you know, subscription fee, you're probably only going to get charged, you know, a few cents in fees. (laughs) Um, but it means that they kind of take care of everything. So they will automatically um, charge your members each month or each year, depending on how you've set up your payment links. Um, But it's just as simple as sending them a link to Stripe or PayPal and saying, here's the link to join the membership. Um, Obviously, the benefit in doing your payment links through a website, for example, so mentioning Kajabi earlier is you can use Stripe and PayPal through Kajabi and then you can automate the things that happen next. So when you do something through just through Stripe and and PayPal, looking at the simplest way to do it, you will then have to manually send those people, hey, here's the link to join the Facebook community or send them an email to say, welcome to the the community, welcome to our membership. Um, Whereas if you do it through a website, Kajabi is one option, but there are other website platforms out there that allow this kind of thing. 
then you can automate those steps. So the process becomes they, they sign up through the Stripe link, but then it automates that email to go through to them to say welcome. And then it gives them the next steps. It gives them the, the links that they need to have. Um, and, and you can capture automatically their address. So if you're sending out you know, gifts from your sponsors or things like that, merchandise packs, whatever, um, then you don't have to go manually emailing them and being like, hey, can I just get your email, your address so that I can send you this thing? Um, you can automate all of that. So again, that's probably the benefit in having a website kind of created and those kind of things automated to save you time because I'm sure you guys don't want to be spending time emailing or trying to get people's addresses. <laughs> Do you know um, if you need to have an ABN to set up those two accounts? Uh, yes, because this would be classed as business. So, yes, I would suggest it will require you to put in your ABN and your business details, but the business details could just be your name. Um, but when you set up those accounts, um, it will ask you. But an ABN is free. So if you haven't already got one, you can just go and create one um, through the, uh, I think it's just through the government website. But I would just, I was going to say, I would just Google set up ABN in Australia. And that would be, (laughs) and it's free to set up. So then if you do end up, you know, doing the membership side of things, um, you are covered. Whereas if, and, it's not going to charge you anything if you don't end up following through with it. <laughs> so once we've set it up, we're, so we've done our strategy plan of what the membership site's going to look at. We've established what our prices are going to be. We might have one or two tiers, we might even have three tiers, um, mm. whatever, how many tiers we want to have is fine. Um, we've set up um, our avian and we've set up our payment systems. What's the next step? You want to start, well, firstly, I would make sure that you've at least got a couple of months worth of content planned so that you're not like, (laughs) you know, oh, great, we've got members, now I don't know what to do. So you want to have at least a few months worth of content planned. Ideally, I do recommend mapping out at least some topics or like what you're going to share for 12 months so that you know upfront, okay, we're going to talk about this or I'm going to share this. If you've got upcoming events, um, you know, that would be a great thing to map out in your content calendar to be like, okay, well, we've got a big race meet, you know, in this particular month. So let's talk about that or whatever it is. Um, So I'd map out some content so that you're not um, scrambling at the last minute and then you can start to promote it. So ideally, if you've got an email database, these are the people that you would be promoting to Um, the most. So email marketing has a much higher conversion rate than social media. So I'd still promote it on your social media and start talking about it and add the link to your Instagram bio and on your Facebook page and those kind of things. Um, But ideally, I would be emailing your email database um, and telling them all about it, telling them why they should join and what they're going to get and sending them several emails. So one is usually not enough. (laughs) Usually we need to send a couple um, because people miss out emails, they're busy or they click on it and they're like, yes, I'm going to come back and I want to do that. And then, you know, one of the kids comes and asks for a snack and so we we end up distracted. So um, I would be emailing them, you know, regularly um, and try and work it into your social media content and, and, you know, that kind of strategy as well. So there's a couple of ways that you can do membership style, um, offers. You can do it open and closed. So you might only open the doors for your membership for a certain amount of time, 
to create a little bit of urgency about coming to join. So when there's a, a deadline, people are like, oh, well, I've either got to decide whether I'm in or whether I'm out. Whereas when it's open all of the time, um, people can procrastinate a little bit. They can be fence sitters yeah. and be like, oh, I don't know, do I really want to join? Like, is it really worth it? Um, so that's one option. Obviously, you can open it all of the time and then just um, every, you know, so often, very regularly though, <laughs> talk about it in your newsletters, talk about it in your interviews, talk about it in your um, social media content and those kind of things. Um, but you will find potentially that it could be a little bit slower to build that way. Um, and then the other option is to limit it on numbers. So you might be like, we only let in 50 members a month or something like that to, again, create that little bit of um, urgency for people to actually click through and join because they want to be one of those exclusive 50 members that comes through in the month of October um, to join the membership sort of thing. So there's a few different ways that you can kind of promote it. Um, and then obviously you've got your Facebook community set up. People start joining and then they start joining your Facebook community. They get added to a special email database. So you would segment those people, those members, segment them separately. So usually it's through a tag. You would tag those members as members. So when you're sending email content out to members only, you are definitely only capturing those people because you would hate to send um, member only content out to your entire entire email database and people be like, don't even need to pay for that when I just got it for free. So yeah, make sure you tag people um, on through your email system, whether that's MailChimp or Active Campaign or those kind of things, so that you know these are my members, these are not my members. And just another thing I thought about how we can promote it, you can also send it out to our sponsors to kind of do some sort of content or you know, follow follow our athlete um, on his, yes. his journey um, by, so that's another opportunity to see. Yes, and like what, yeah, and so one thing with that is if you can, I would almost create some content for them to share. <laughs> like I don't know how the sponsorship agreements kind of work, but I know in like the business course creation side of things usually when you're doing an affiliate launch like that the easiest way to actually get them to promote it in the way that you want it promoted <laughs> is to sort of create some prompts or some content for them so that they can just share it out to their audience without them needing to do a lot of work yeah that's right it's another opportunity you've given us so many things I've, i think we've covered everything but is there anything else we've missed no, I don't think so. I think it's just getting clear on what you want to include inside of your membership um, and then choosing your price, So you, which would come from how much you're including, how much you're not including, um, thinking about the platform that you're going to use to deliver it. So is a Facebook group going to be sufficient or do you need to look at things like Kajabi or um, adding in different elements um, to deliver the content? Uh, mapping out 12 months worth of content so that you know what you're going to be delivering for people. And sometimes people do want to know like ahead of time, like, what am I actually, what are we going to be talking about? Like, what's the benefit of coming in? What am I going to, what am I going to know? Um, and then, yeah, setting up your payment links, promoting it, welcoming in all those members, mm -hmm. and then getting that recurring revenue to help fund racing or, you know, all of those kind of things. Wonderful things. 
Yeah. All those incredible experiences that we most of our athletes have. Uh, I feel like as a um, wife of a car enthusiast, I do kind of feel a little bit of your pain because it's like sometimes I think he wants to be a race car driver. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, no. No, not having to have the fun. Obviously, Zoe, you can help people set up those membership sites through Kajabi. Um, if people are interested in doing that and just want to have a general chit-chat about getting started, what's the best way to contact you? The best way is probably through my website, which has all of the juicy details that you need to know, which is just zoerichmancoaching.com. Um, so that's got a list of all the ways that people can work with me. Um, you can learn a bit more about Kajabi and whether that is right for you. Um, I would say Kajabi is if you want to do a more robust membership setup where you want to include things like lots of video content and um, those kind of things, then something like Kajabi is an all-in-one platform where you can have your website, you can have your email marketing, you can have your um, podcast, you can have your blog, you can have your membership, payment links, all of that. You can have it all in one place rather than starting to add on all of those various different other softwares. Um, But obviously, if you're looking for something more just like a community-based membership, then something like a Facebook group is perfectly fine. The other thing about Kajabi is they do have the one-on-one coaching um, facility um, and a lot yeah. of the athletes do go into driver coaching so they might do that to earn extra money as well. So having that online feature could be um, just another way to deliver their service. So if something happened, if COVID yeah. happened then or if yeah. they were injured, um, they might be able to offer that coaching service directly online without having to have another platform like a Zoom or um, yes. doing a video call or something. It's also built within Kajabi making use. Yes, they really have thought of just about everything. <laughs> I love Kajabi. So, you know, I love Kajabi if you haven't guessed. If you haven't already, like, yeah, and if you just head over to social media, you'll see, like, my <laughs> my entire feed is just, yeah. But it is. It does make, it's made my life so much easier. And um, I guess my entire business is built around the platform. So I will be forever thankful. <laughs> <laughs> and if you did miss last week's episode on the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, we did go into websites and there is a lot more around the features and the benefits of utilising Kajabi. We also do cover WordPress. Press, Winx, uh, all the different setups, um, the main, I guess, website platforms yeah. that you can use uh, and the um, pros and cons of each of those. So I'll put that link in there too uh, of today's show notes with all of Zoe's details where you can find her and get in contact with her. And again, thank you, Miss. My pleasure. It's been so lovely chatting with you about something I'm so passionate about. <laughs> So am I. We love membership sites. We love Kajabi and Kev. I was laughing yeah. before because when you go, the 12 month plan about a membership site, so I was like, right, I'm now going to be like, That's right. I was like, another Canva template. There we um, go. Added a bit more value in right there. Yeah. Another few hours spent in Canva. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Can definitely relate. <laughs> Uh, and guys, obviously, if you haven't found the world of Canva yet, Canva is fantastic for all your social media images. It can even have some real templates now, um, but you can just simply upload your brand. It can help you even when um, develop your brand content. Um, yeah, it's like the colors, the schemes, the font, everything like that can go to Canva. And it's a really good graphic design tool, but um, I'll probably do an, um, an episode around Canva. I, I think you need to. I definitely think you need to. <laughs> uh, 
All right, so thank you again for joining us, guys. Make sure you race over to zoerichmondcoaching.com. Thank you. Uh, for more information. Thank you. Are you at the end? That's no, great. not on that one, no. <laughs> I'd love to find out some more information. I uh, highly recommend this is something unique with your motorsports um, that you can get up and running as you can hear all the value for not only yourself, um, developing and growing your fan base, connecting with them, um, having that warm, warmer audience so it's going to be easier to add, sell merchandise and products and services from your sponsors or anything um, of those kind of affiliate links that you may have or discount codes, as Zoe said, and it's certainly a great platform to promote your sponsors as well. I hope you've got some great ideas. Um, would love to hear if you're setting up a membership site, yes. send us a link. Um, <laughs> over at win at motivatetraining.com.au would love to check it out and of course if you need any help or guidance let myself or Zoe know and we'll be able to help you excellent yes it's been so lovely chatting with you thank you for having me thanks Zoe bye bye well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate it if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at motivate.t. Until next time, take care.